You're listening to Pod of Wonder, the podcast that builds a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, we're making a reality television show about bicycle engineering in a haunted house. Really? That's what we're... Okay. Pod of Wonder, season eight, finale, part two of the reality show, Ghosts Riders, a reality competition show about bicycle engineering in a haunted house. I am Danny. Uh, you can use any pronouns for me, and I'm running this show, except for the soundboard, which is all Eddie's uncontrolled chaos. <laughs> I am Morgan. Uh, here they pronouns. I'm Turk. Turk of the Nano Turtles. I'm Maria. Uh, they, them, and uh, playing Marjorie, old lady who weaves stuff. Uh, I'm Gina, uh, she, her pronouns, and I am playing John Detweiler, become the two. <laughs> well, now, I'm Vlad, I'm from Canada, just pedaling through, trying to enjoy my time, and, you know, regretting that I'm not a vampire. <laughs> Previously on Ghost Riders, the contestants participated in challenges that sh- which tested their engineering skills and their design aesthetic and ultimately ended up all calling upon the power of their haunted dolls at the same time and opened a portal to the netherworld. Some weird, scary things happened, and we're going to be dealing with the fallout from that decision probably for the remainder of the finale. And our lives. Yeah, possibly for the rest of your lives. Uh, The first such consequence is each of you is owed a spin on the wheel of ghostly emotions. Wheel of Ghostly Emotion. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. (laughs) And I I think as a side effect of the ghostly portal to the netherworld opening, all of these feelings will be at maximum values. So whatever emotion you get, just sort of role play that as far as you think you should go, and then a little further. (laughs) Uh, I guess to start with the order I have everybody's names written down in, Maria, your ghostly emotion is... Ooh, you are on... You are directly on the line between guilty and embarrassed. (laughs) That sounds about right for Maria's. Uh Uh, Morgan, your, Uh your spin... You are feeling very sad. Okay. Eddie, you are feeling very smug. <laughs> and lastly, Gina, you know, I'm I'm I just want to see how this mechanic ends up working out, so I'm going to grease the wheel a little bit. You are possessed. <laughs> Excellent. Now, is there any backstory to these dolls or I could just make something up? Uh yeah, just make one up. Uh, okay. Whatever previous personality you had in mind for John, just throw that out. John's spirit is now in the doll, let's say, and whatever spirit the doll was is now in John's body. Okay. Channel whatever whatever you feel like a haunted doll would feel like and uh, behave in a manner as if you had a physical body for the first time in, let's say, 180 years. This is a fresh new feeling. <laughs> I'm much bigger this time. After you know a a brief period where uh, the the show has 
cut to an, an extended commercial break and uh, several panicked PAs have, this is being broadcast live apparently, uh, several panicked PAs begin, uh, you know, cleaning things up, uh, setting the, the bike designs right, uh, re, uh, recovering the contestants. Uh, I think at least one of you got sucked into said ghostly portal and, and got spat out of it. That was John. Uh, you all have been... No, yeah, that was John. Uh, you have all been set up at the uh, the next station for your third of four challenges. So this is going to be the challenge based off your liveliness stat. Oh no! This is based off of the random Wikipedia article for Japanese battleship Yashima. Ah, broke the rule. Actually, using a battleship <laughs> article because the interesting thing about this battleship, because there is an interesting thing about it, is that it was made in the 1890s and Japan lacked the industrial capacity to build a battleship. So it was actually designed and built in the United States Kingdom and then shipped, if you will, over to Japan. Huh. So this liveliness challenge is based upon the journey that one could theoretically take from England to Japan, uh, except it, it is a land route, much like a boat would not take. A varied course of, of different environments is set out before you. Uh, you find yourselves on a, a grassy uh, island with gray skies overhead and a, a large uh, field of water sure a large field of water uh before you uh as far as you can see so this is going to be a race and it's going to be several liveliness rolls and we're looking for the highest cumulative total of dice across all rolls will determine who wins this race so we each get one more haunted doll roll right or or those uh, out now that we've opened the portal so Eddie has used the haunted doll twice. Uh, the rest of you have only used it once. So no danger of a, a portal opening up again because you cannot all use your your ghostly uh, mm. abilities in the same round anymore. So would it be just would it be be using it on just one of the rolls? Like you said, we're going to roll li- liveliness a bunch of times. Is it an add on to one of the rolls? I, I mean, I don't know. If you use your ghost power, it will be on just one of the series of rolls, not to all of them. Okay. And uh, each of you is going to be participating in this course on your future bike. So, Vlad, you have a hover bike. John, you have uh, modified your body. Uh, you know, you've got wheels for hands and legs. You've got, uh, I guess, a, a seat for a butt. And you, you have you have become the tube now. Your your body is as bike-like as you can make it. Oh my, this is the most uncomfortable configuration. And... Marjorie, you've got your your yarn bike, which will tell you how you're going to die. On this challenge, no doubt. <laughs> and uh, and Turk, you have your chess bike, which is a, a bike you control by moving a chess piece on a, yes. a virtual chess board. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the four of you are, are gathered at the starting line. Lucian Gyre is there sitting upon a a throne of burnt down uh bicycle parts like the uh the iron throne in game of thrones except there's a bunch of like jagged handlebars and wheel spokes and things <laughs> and he has a a tiny little red flag in his hand that gives a, a countdown of three and two 
hand one, and Dintage does the tiniest of flag waves, uh, signaling for you to start. Taking this down in order, how does Marjorie's bike handle the uh, fictive ocean you are all meant to cross, symbolizing the cross from from England to mainland Europe? <laughs> oh, well, I... I... I knew I shouldn't have used the haunted doll thing last round. It was it was purely just you know old hubris, and I, I mean I don't know I don't even know what I'm going to do for this one. Oh boy, is it is it an actual is it a field or a sea? What, I missed. Is it is it water or is it a field? It is a, a field of water. So <laughs> I imagine, imagine, yeah, yeah. Those are the words I. Those are the words I said and chose to stick with. Yeah, imagine like a the kind of like the reflecting pool in DC, like a, a very shallow, like but lengthy uh, field of water, like <clears throat> a, a pool of water that is you know shallow enough that you could ride a bike through. Well, I guess they say, you know, the path forward started by the first step. And Marjorie just gets on the bike and slowly starts normally pedaling across. She's, uh, I mean, she only has a negative one in liveliness. uh, (laughs) So she's just going to get to the end like one does with their lives. <laughs> one foot in front of the other until eventually you step off a cliff. Oh my God. <laughs> She's woven herself also, I think, a very large poncho of heavy wool, which gets, soaks up a bunch of the water and just is very heavy. Oh my God. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> All right. So, Morgan, Morgan, how does Turk's chest bike handle these unwaving rapids? Well, I'm so glad you asked because Turk is going to approach this just like a master at chess would approach navigating a difficult battlefield. You know, you gotta think a few steps ahead, a few pedals ahead, a few areas ahead, see what your advantages are, take out your opponents, um, maybe, as they're going. Don't forget to be sad. Oh, yeah. Also, he's, like, he is weeping this entire time. <laughs> just, like, sobbing. Just, like, ah, I didn't like a ghost portal. <laughs> I'm not going to do that voice the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, just just really strategically navigating things through his tears, like just you know maybe perceiving how his tears fall to the ground, like calculating wind position and then like moving his chess piece forward to move his bike forward. There's, there's a strong wind factor to chess playing that normally gets overlooked. Exactly, exactly. When you get to this level, you have to take in every bit of information. Yes, Eddie, how is Vlad's hover bike handling the? the still but lengthy waters of this water field. Well, you know, as we've established, I come from a, pl- a proud family lineage that uh, may or may not have connections to the old country to some vampirism. Uh, and unfortunately, those afflicted with that curse or blessing, as some of them see it, they uh, can't get across open water, which would explain why they can't visit. But look at me on this hover bike, you motherfuckers. <laughs> just zoom in right across. Look at this smug asshole. Just zip, zip, riding around on this uh, this here hover bike. But just nothing fancy. Nothing. Just showing off in my mind, having all those inside future conversations with relatives I probably won't actually see. 
telling him off because uh, they could have just hopped on one of these things. It would have been so easy. <laughs> and lastly, Gina as John Detweiler as whatever you decide to name your ghostly spirit. What just, I'm, I'm just deeply curious what your life is like. You've been <laughs> ripped out of a doll, thrown into a body, and then that body was thrown into a bike. Yes, I'm a drowned Victorian orphan, and when I died, my papa was so distraught. He sucked the necromantic arts, and he trapped my soul in a doll and kept it in a windowless attic for a hundred years. There I sat in the gloom and the spider webs, and then finally a portal to the netherworld opened and released my soul. But unfortunately, now I am stuck in this man who has apparently become a bike, and now I must cross this quite shallow water. For whatever reason, I'll keep going until I find my true purpose. (laughs) 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 Is is that uh, that easy going? I never learned to ride a bike. My papa said my constitution was too frail for such sports. However, in becoming a bike... And because I was a doll before, and that tiny little girl before that, and then a man for a very short period of time, <laughs> I've gotten used to different forms, and now I can go okay. It's okay. It's not bad, but, you know, it could be better. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for this uh, first liveliness role, everybody... Uh, Type out your rolls. I'll, I'll do a countdown of three to enter. 1d6 or 2d6 if you choose to pull your remaining ghostly power. Oh, sorry. I already rolled. That's why I said it was okay. It was, I got a four. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. Okay. Right. Three, oh, no. two, one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, yes. Holy shit. <laughs> so lively. No. Yeah. Wow. Um. I guess Turk just needed the power of being really emo. Yeah. Succeed. Just cuddling <laughs> through the you. tears. Yeah. There I was, somebody from Toronto acting like somebody from Buffalo. It was just not doing me any favors there. <laughs> All right, I rolled physically. What'd you get? Well, I used my ghostly power because I figured Marjorie halfway across the lake is sopping wet, feeling super embarrassed about how badly she's doing and she's like well in for a penny and for a pound so she rolled her <laughs> her her ghost eye which only got a two on it but i'm also a negative one so mm-hmm. two two is the the highest number that you rolled <laughs> two is the higher number so that's an in minus one so i have one so you rolled a one and a two i rolled a one and a two i did yes 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 okay <laughs> Yeah, it says a four for John, a one for Marjorie, an eight for Turk, <laughs> and a, a two for Vlad. But good news, Marjorie, you get your second spin on the Wheel of Ghostly Emotions. Wheel of Ghostly Emotion. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. You are no longer embarrassed and guilty. You are afraid. Oh, no! <laughs> Watch out! 
works. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, simulated land journey from England to Japan continues. The water field begins to to give way towards a a great and towering mountain range, symbolizing the Ural Mountains. Uh, your pedaling gets harder and harder as you travel uphill, and then gets easier as you go downhill again, and then gets harder as you go back uphill again, and then gets easier again as you go downhill again. <laughs> yeah, going with that, uh, the same order, I guess. Talk, uh, talk about how you're feeling. Talk about how your bike is handling this condition. Uh, starting with Maria. Oh no! Oh, this is not good. Oh, it was already hard going. Oh no! And now, oh, it's a mountain range. I, my, you know, this ticker is not as young as it used to be. I don't think I can. I, I don't think I can even hit. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'll just walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, Marjorie gets off her bicycle and uh, starts hauling her little old lady self and her big damp poncho and her bike up a, a, a giant mountain. Her heart beating <laughs> uh, quite dangerously. Do, wait, can she call the paramedics? The show paramedics? They do have, yeah, on staff medical care. Okay, all right. We might have to do that. We'll have to see how well I roll. all right turk how you doing in this turk is you know very very sad very sad crying like heavily like the tears like now that they're going up like a mountain maybe the air is getting a little cold the tears are like just like crystallizing on his face a little bit um no i'm assuming this is just an, an extremely high mountain and very cold but uh and he's like still using his his strategy to you know forge a path ahead just focusing in on his chess you know strategic knowledge and you know the like this is what he has trained for and he can push he can pedal through the tears and the pain can you castle yeah vlad how's that hoverbike doing oh it's sputtering a bit, but it's doing well on these hills, all things considered. I don't have to move my thighs at all, which is pretty pretty freeing and relaxing. It's just more of a kind of push pedal thing, maybe a little winding and cranking. I still don't understand what half of these knobs do, but uh, having, a, having a nice breezy time up here in these mountains. <laughs> all right, and lastly, uh, did, did you give the orphan a name, Gina? I think I said Patricia. Patricia. All right. And lastly, Patricia. I've never been so high before. I feel like I'm flying and I can kiss the clouds. It's quite cold up here and I did die from drowning in an icy lake. I remember just the moments before I faded into death that I felt awfully warm. So I just try to channel that memory to stay warm as I go uphill and downhill and I'm buffeted by icy winds. So with uh, this leg of the race almost over, everybody prepare your dice rolls and then roll them. Mm. You're pedaling 
You're pedaling hard, you're pedaling fast, or in some cases getting off and walking. And Marjorie, have have you decided on if you need to call upon the uh, show <laughs> nurse to uh, to help you through this situation? Well, it's a it's a minus one, so I'm at a three, right? So that's kind of medium. That's a medium, mm-hmm. medium low. That's okay. No, it's okay. At least the uh, the cold wind is freezing my poncho, so it's less draggy. It's just <laughs> cold. It's good. No, I'm good. I'm gonna make it. And as the the four of you coast down the the final mountain peak, neck and neck, you can see two things before you. First, a hot blistering desert of scorching sands, the air sort of waves in the distortion of the heat of the artificial sky above, and just beyond that, a giant ramp. This stage symbolizes the crossing of the Gobi Desert, and then making a big jump to land in Japan. (laughs) You know, you know, the big ramp that they have that that you can use to to get to Japan. Symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, describing crossing the desert and then making the big jump. First up, Maria, Marjorie. Uh, Marjorie is going to uh, weave uh, a giant rope of her future uh, out of her damp poncho and shoot it with her bicycle that uh, catapult, which she totally has on the back, uh, and it's gonna attach itself to the top of the ramp, and then the heat from the Gobi Desert is going to take all of that wool and just shrink the shit out of it. And she's going to zoom across the desert right up the <laughs> ramp and hang on to those handlebars and hope it works, hope it works out. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Thinking like a designer. Turk. Um, so, Turk... <sighs> I'm starting to feel a little bit, a little bit better, but I think it's just that the dry air is drying my tears a lot. Um, and Turk is going to, uh, thankfully, as an expert chess player, he definitely has like thought to bring a, you know, a water purifying uh, device. So he's been able to like transform his tears into drinkable water to keep him like cool and hydrated going across the desert. <laughs> And, um, so as he's just, like, going across the desert, drinking his tears, just, like, just strategically (laughs) mapping out sand dunes to get to that he can, like, you know, just coast down and just, like, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl make his way across (laughs) to the ramp and go right on up. And Vlad. All right, well, you know, the hover bike is holding up, but... Jeez, I don't do so great in the sun. It has nothing to do with being related to vampires. I just don't like it. I got very fair skin. It's going to burn right to a crisp, and my sunscreen's starting to wear right off here. You will be Canadian bacon. Ah! (laughs) Carry on. But yeah, just kind of sweating it out and gearing up towards the ramp and uh, wiping that sweat out of my eyes because, boy, that salt not doing me any favors for visibility. And lastly, Patricia. I've never seen so much sand before. Oh, 
all my life. I grew up in Victoria, England, where it's downcast, so I've never really seen this much sun before. It tickles me. And I've been thinking naughty thoughts about, um, uh, dang it, what's the word? Can I, can I, uh, mess with someone else's bike? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, sabotage? Sabotage? Yeah. <laughs> is that a mechanic or is that something that's allowed? Because uh, I'm a naughty little girl. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say narratively it's allowed. I, I didn't write any rules about it. <laughs> okay, whoever gets the lower role, you can say that. I sabotaged you because you seem threatening. <laughs> One final roll for the big jump. So I'm going to do a ghostly emotion roll. Ghostly emotion roll. I'll spare us Okay, so time. I got a five. If I, so if I do a ghostly emotion, then I um, Patricia goes away. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did engineering, design, poise. I have a negative one, and I'll save my ghostly voice. <laughs> so, what did you end up with, Maria? I got a two. Me too. Two. But I have a negative one. I have a plus <laughs> one. <laughs> Regardless of the the actual dice roll totals, you all approach the ramp at roughly the same time, uh, as you can look and and see the other contestants catching up with you in your peripheral vision. Let's take a brief moment to do some trash talking between the four of you. Any any sick burns you've been holding on to? Any any puns or, or personal attacks? Now's the time. Oh, I've got some sick burns on the back of my hands. I should have used more sunscreen. <laughs> I'm gonna win it all! You're nothing! I've been so great beyond and back! I'm cooler than all these people. I deserve to win. Dra- I'm dragging through the sand. Patricia! Patricia, you're nothing! You're just a little ghost spirit! I, I've learned a million like you, and there's nothing special! I just want to congratulate everyone here for doing their their awful best. Just right up to the very end. You're just all doing fantastic, and I know we all came here to play hard, and we certainly did. Congratulations to all of us. My papa said that niceness was a weak spying demands. <laughs> Way of talking. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said, but that's what my papa would think of you, Vlad. Oh, okay. That Well, everyone's entitled to their opinion there. And thank you for letting me know. The, the ramp is, in fact, long enough for all of that conversation to take place before you find yourselves launched skyward. All of, you know, again, roughly at the same time, regardless of any actual uh, die total might suggest. But one of you soars just a little bit higher <laughs> than all of the others and, and a little bit faster and a little bit further. And that is Turk von Kemplen. Yes. You Turk, you... you go so high and so fast and so far, you can see the other contestants looking as though they were mere pawns upon a virtual chessboard that you could move <laughs> could, could you but reach down and pinch them. And suddenly, your vision begins to blur and swirl as a great green light begins to emit from your <laughs> hoverbike. 
as you call <laughs> upon the ghostly doll once more. And as you land and take stock of your victory, <laughs> you find yourself feeling embarrassed. <sighs> <laughs> oh, so now I'm embarrassed instead of sad? You're embarrassed instead of sad. Okay. Oh, I hope that I didn't like look stupid all the way up there. It's so uncool being seen trying things. So uncool. Show off. Yeah, well, at least I'm not an old lady. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. And I guess you never will be now. <laughs> wow. You'll never have to grow old. <laughs> and weak and close to death. Oh, God, don't cry near me. I'm so embarrassed. And so the, the standings at the end of that race are as follows. A Turk obviously has, has won the race. In second place is uh, Patricia. Third is Vlad. And in fourth place is Marjorie. Ooh. And Marjorie, that means you end up in the confessional. You, you get to, to have your say and, and talk about your experiences to garner sympathy, perhaps, before the producers have their vote. Well, I thought that this competition... Am I still afraid? Um, I am, right? Forever, forever again? I'm going to say this will be, you know, these are recorded after the fact, so you can be a different emotion for this if you want. This challenge was, I think, definitely meant for the uh, the younger folks. Uh, it was just so daunting having to 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 basically do such a physical challenge. I, I you know, I, I could have died out there, and I'm so happy that the producers, that they have the, the healthcare staff, uh, you know, at hand, but... I'm a little concerned that, that no one came to drag me off the course, you know, when I was there at the end, uh, you know, covered in ice crystals and in a ball of sand and, and my, my coat just constricted around me. I really hope that, uh, that I can uh, show, show what I have to offer in a, in a challenge that's more suited to, to my talents. And now we return to that poorly lit room where the producers of the show do gather around and say the things that they liked and then disliked and vote upon which contestant they felt was the best in that round. With whatever metric they choose, be that entertainment or sympathy or athletic prowess, whatever. I forget what character my producer was, so this is just going to be a completely different person. <laughs> no, wait, was it some kind of like like smoking cowboy? So if it, it was not a, a smoking cowboy type, it is now. <laughs> I just remember Eddie is uh, a guild navigator, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> a, a slim man with a lengthy arms and a, a, a cowboy hat wide enough brimmed to to shadow their face takes a a puff of a of a hand rolled cigarette and, and says i found uh, vlad's sort of infectious niceness to be uh, a a very positive thing but uh, let's all get along type stuff that's not that's not the the juice and drama that a, a reality show audience craves 
Yeah, I mean, that was nice. But it did actually cause a lot of drama. The other writers did not take that well. Mm. Uh, there were some, there were quite a few juicy barbs from the others, uh, you know, coming along in that. Yeah, especially from that haunted doll. Yeah, that's, oh, very interesting uh, turn of events, I think, the haunted doll. Uh, now, does that, can we really count that? towards uh john's success when there's an a, another character uh sort of acting on his behalf i mean fire john keep the doll uh yeah <laughs> it, whoever's inside the body it, it's still the same body so it's john's athletic prowess not patricia's so i think for liveliness at least it's fine yeah well what do you all think about marjorie i mean Little lady, she did finish. That was a little touch and go. That was very exciting. She almost died at least six times. Yes. Yeah, we should put the elderly through more grueling physical activities on television. Yes, indeed. (laughs) But we also need to make sure to uh, control our liability because she seemed a bit upset that people didn't check on her beforehand and, you know. Uh, I think we should make them sign agreements that, like, you know, we'll slowly provide aid, but it will be on our schedule and none, right. no, no uh, urgency will be used. Um, oh, yeah. Just by the way, I am I am reprising the role of Art Throwpod, the crab man. Um, so. Crab man? Crab Art Throwpod. Art, Art, Art Throwpod. <laughs> a balding man with uh, goggles. And what looks to be a, tr- a combination between a black trash bag and a black business suit pulls a old timey microphone out of somewhere. And my master would like to confer, as he is engaged in a psychic battle with the doll, that <laughs> he did admire the performance of the elderly person and does concur that we should indeed work them till their very end. Retirement should be should be outlawed and he will be putting his funds towards any political campaigns motivi- motivated by that idea. I am into that. You know, they say the elderly have no use at some point, but is that because we haven't been creative enough? <laughs> Certainly. Yes, there's there's plenty of things that the elderly population can contribute to society, especially for entertainment value. I mean, no one wants to watch foot baths and, uh, and perms. So let's bring the elderly out of their homes and, uh, you know, see what they can do on the battlefield. Actually, that's a good idea. Write that down. Elder battle. That's going to be our next series. Elder battle. Fuck. (laughs) My master would like to confer that Elder Footbath, the channel, is doing quite well in certain demographics. Certain (laughs) demographics. Guy, I'm going to need to see the cross-market research on that. (laughs) <laughs> a printer starts going on the back of the tank <laughs> oh the subscribers pay that much yeah. interesting <laughs> there's a, a very small but dedicated fetish market towards elder foot baths oh, that they, they're not big but they vote with their dollars oh no <laughs> And with that, we we pull away from the shadowy room of producers, yeah, backing out very quickly. <laughs> oh, God. No, Eddie. No. No, Danny. No. Uh. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, Morgan, if we could get a no Danny no that, that Eddie can uh, shop in later. No Danny no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the exasperation just gets added with time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your voice is Wait, both deeper gonna... and tired. Uh, yes. Does that mean we can have a go, Maria, go? No, I mean, <laughs> no, I I, I I think you, you don't need the reining in that Eddie and I do, so yeah. I think a Go Maria Go could be valuable. <laughs> yes. True, okay. Uh, go Maria Go! Nice. Do you want me to leave the room? <laughs> oh. Okay. You know, for, for Maria personally, I'm going to spin on the ghostly emotion wheel. Oh, it landed on sad again, I'm sorry. Oh no! Oh, I mean, this time it did legitimately land on possessed. If you want to be somebody else, well, well Sneaky Foot, let me touch his bean. I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> I heard Sneaky Foot let, let me, me touch, touch his, his bean. Yeah, that's true. That's what I said. Yeah, that that's Sneaky what was said. Foot. Yes. Well, the cat, the cat outside, and he was with the all black one, and he let me touch one of his beans. Oh, oh, I thought P-E-E-N <laughs> was the last word. Oh. No, oh, I don't okay. want to touch Sneaky Foot's peen. <laughs> no, no, Gina, no. No, Gina. That's why I said, excuse me, what in that voice? <laughs> no. That's a clarify. I mean, the sentence was strange enough without context anyway. No. So. Uh, Danny, could I get a Sneaky Foot let me touch his bean for the soundboard? The, uh, yes, the, the, absolutely. The, uh, Maria's original recording of that. Will do. Hello, Wanderers. Thanks for listening to part two of our season eight finale. First on the agenda, I've put out a plain text version of Exercyclist, the game we're playing this season, at dannymakesrpgs.itch.io. I figured most people wouldn't be interested in playing out their own reality competition show about bicycle engineering in a haunted house, so I've made a generic version. It's called Not Here to Make Friends a game you can use to play any kind of reality TV competition show. I'm going to put out a better-looking version later, but I wanted the game to come out before the end of the season, so the plain text version is going to be free until that prettier version comes out. Head on over to dannymakesrpgs.itch.io and see how I made a generic version of the Wheel of Ghostly Emotions. Next week, we're going to be wrapping up the season with our usual outtakes and slogans, After that, we're doing something we really don't do that often. Take a break. I was looking at our website, and we've basically been doing weekly releases consistently since March 2019. Our longest break was at the start of the pandemic, when we were waiting to see if it would be over quickly, and then when we had to figure out how to record remotely. So we're all taking a well-deserved rest. You might see something drop in the feed from time to time, but it's going to be at least a month until Season 9. In the meantime, if you want to tell us you love us and miss us, you can do that in the form of a review on whatever you use to get podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. Because I'll tell you now, we love you, and we'll miss you. See, now it feels weird if you don't say anything. Pod of Wonder. Back to the show. Well, to bring us back into things. Yes. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> Vintage Morgan. Oh, no. <sighs>
My weenus. <laughs> <laughs> the my weenus at the end is funnier every time because I'm expecting it. <laughs> it's the icing on the word cake. <laughs> anyway, the uh, got uh, votes tallied and and such and such. Oddly enough, the se- the sound effects brought us back on track. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right for, for once. Out of wonder, <laughs> I can't resist their sick beats. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all okay. right. You've sufficiently disrupted the uh, the. You've distracted from the distraction, yeah. <laughs> and now it's time to go back to being distracted to, by to restract weird butt. Sure, weird butt. <laughs> Weird butts, pot of wonder. Anyway, the four of you are gathered back in the the dining room of uh, Ameshoera, the fort where the rest of the show has taken place. Uh, the chef has prepared a another fantastic meal, as she always does. Uh, let, let me come up with a, a fancy meal real quick by just doing an image search for fancy meals. Okay, sure. Yeah, the the chef has created a a delicious lasagna. Uh, you know, the piled high with noodles and and crisped brown cheese on top, mm. and and you can see a a delicious red sauce with uh, with meats and vegetables. Each of you is is sitting at the table uh, next to you with your doll. Uh, each of you has been given the standard issue steak knife to eat your meal with. Uh, this time, uh, the the head of the table, normally empty, uh, previously reserved for Lucian Jire, is actually filled as Lucian Jire is here today, no longer playing dead. He says, "Now is the time for your challenge of poise." And I've brought in a, a very special guest. Uh, if you could enter, please. And uh, if you could look in the session notes channel, you mm. see the, uh, the gentleman before you enter the room and sit down. Uh, for the listener is a bald white man in his uh, late 60s. Uh, he is wearing some black and orange uh, monastic robes. Um, just looks like a kindly old man now uh for your challenge of poise each of you is going to have two minutes to convince this man to ride your bicycle oh golly gracious no okay <laughs> is this our, our bikes from the last round so like, it's your uh, your future your future bike uh, each of you may ask him uh, one question in order to uh, help tailor your pitch uh, as to how you will convince him to ride your bike. And then each of you will take turns with two minutes uh, can, making your pitch for, for this man to ride your bike. Am I still embarrassed? Uh, yes, you're back to being embarrassed. Oh, great. And uh, Marjorie, you're, you're still afraid. Okay. The uh, the man clears his throat, uh, wipes wipes his uh, mouth because he has been just digging into that lasagna, steak knife and all. Uh, and he says, uh, "My name is Conrad Ryushin Marshaz. I am a a former Buddhist monk." 
Each of you will ask your question, and then each of you will uh, give your speech for two minutes about your bike. Oh my God! Okay. Um, and is, is are we doing this in order, or are we all asking our questions and then giving our speeches? Four four questions, then four speeches. Well, uh, good day, sir. Uh, I see a former Buddhist former Buddhist monk, um, a spiritual man. Do you believe in uh, free will? I believe that the the purpose of of our existence is to uh, be uh, helpful and and kind to others, and to be uh, an ethical authority. So, you know, while while you do have a choice to to act in any way you wish, I think we are spiritually called to to help others. So you you answered my question saying, yes, you believe in free will? Or yes. no? Okay. Turk, your question? Well, uh, hi. Um, do you, do you like learning about strategies? How do you feel about strategy? Yes, I, I think uh, strategy is, are, are very interesting. It's, I, I admit that I, I don't have a great call to them in uh, my daily life, but there, there are times when I must uh, adapt to certain situations, which could be a kind of strategy. Okay. Vlad? You're an ex-Buddhist there, so you're probably going to be spending some time out in a boot. What you, what you going to be doing most, most of your riding there for? Well, uh, uh, since I, I have ceased my my, my monthly duties, uh, I I primarily am an, an independent teacher, and uh, on the side I do some psychiatric work. So I I, I have a, a small office where I perform both those functions. Uh, so I'd be traveling primarily to and from work. It's all right there. And uh, Patricia. Do you believe in the afterlife? That I've been there and back? I, I believe in a, a a cycle of of death and reincarnation and rebirth. And these are all ultimately sort of uh, steps that uh, you must take uh, several times in order to eventually uh, reach uh, an afterlife. Uh, once you have uh, achieved a kind of perfection through this cycle, then you may finally move on to an afterlife. Uh, did you, you say you've been to the afterlife and come back? Yes, you could say that I've been through many cycles. We'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, so Marjorie, you uh, may, may go first to convince Conrad here to ride your bike. You have two minutes. You may begin whenever you're ready. Well, uh, Conrad, I would like you to take a look at my bike. It is a, uh, a homely thing, I admit. Uh, made of wood. Uh, seems almost pieced together, uh, willy-nilly. I made it myself, and I made it myself in a home craft way. But I've imbued it 
uh, with my own powers, uh, which I hope you will respect. Uh, I look at the world and look at those who are in it and look at those who have passed from and who are... Oh, you say uh, that you believe people move from the the living world into reincarnation and then back into life. I commune with those who uh, have moved from life. Oh my God, I'm I'm not I'm not saying this right. I, I'm not I'm not doing it correctly. No, no. So those who have moved from life in through death, and are waiting there on the other side to be recycled anew. And in this recycling process... Re-bicycling. <laughs> exactly. Oh, she, oh, oh my God, does she sing Sometimes we find it of use to ourselves to be able to find the all of the threads of life and all of uh, the threads of death and weave them into the uh, knowledge of uh, things around us and the world around us. And that is what my bike can do. It can, as you ride, uh, weave uh, visions of the future. And that is, it's just taking the threads of knowledge from those who live and those who have passed and those who are yet to be and painting them forward into likelihood. <laughs> Turk, whenever you are ready, you may give your speech. Okay, I guess I'm ready. Okay. Um so I know you you're talking about a lot about strategy and like I know that you used to be a monk and uh so my my bike, you like use ch- playing chess to move the bike ahead. So you know I've been looking up and researching, and like that means that every every motion of the bike is very intentional and thought out and like strategically uh, developed. And um, I, it's chess is you know maybe not the most exciting or you know popular game but but it's pretty good for you know just really making sure you're doing what you want to do and like meaning what you mean and and you know focusing in on on the tiniest change the tiniest changes can change everything and um you know you can what if you if you if you you know just move upon one one step further like yeah, that might not seem like a big deal in the in the beginning of the game, but like that that movement might have a huge impact on the end, and so might it, with your bike. Like you might, you know, miscalculate and miss and like carelessly pick something in the very beginning, and then like you're up on a mountain and can't get back down because the game's like at a stalemate. Um, so you just need to you know be really focused and like confident and like peaceful the way you're doing and like I don't know I might be interested in like developing it into different other games like maybe later if you prefer some other game uh but I don't know uh yeah um how much time is there left uh you have five seconds uh yeah anyway that's my mic 
Right. Thank you for your your speech, Turk. It was very oh, it was okay. enlightening. Right. <laughs> and Vlad, please explain why Conrad should ride your bicycle. Listen here, Conrad, bud. Mind if I call you bud? Well, I'm going to do it anyways, because, uh, listen, my uh, two opponents here so far have uh, done a swell job of pointing out the highs of their their bike riding experiences, but I'm I'm here to t- but they leaned on your past a bit too much there, bud. I'm uh, I'm here to talk about your present and your future. Say that you're a busy guy now, that you're out of the monastery life. You're you're a teacher doing some noble work there, and and a practicing psychiatrist. You're doing some some good stuff out there for for the people. But I think you can be a little more efficient and cut down on some of your overhead. See, with this here bike. Sure, you'll be able to get to the classroom, but maybe you'll be able to pick, pick up some tutoring jobs on the side. And hey, why have the overhead of, of a, a full office when you can just zip around town and do house calls? I, I think there's really something there in a, a market from it, maybe even franchise in the future. Start yourself a whole roving team of, of docks on bikes. I think it could work there, bud. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you want to you take it around the block here? We, I think we got a couple seconds. You know, just hop on. Give it a test run. Why the heck not there, bud? Sorry, I, I, I don't think I'm supposed to speak during this portion. No, I'm, I'm good, bud. I, I'm done. I, I said what I needed to say. You're a busy, you're a busy person. Need to get out there. Uh, very well. With uh, 30 seconds remaining, Vlad has ceded his remaining time. <laughs> yeah, I have his remaining time to finish my statement. Uh, uh, I guess it's it's Vlad's choice what to do with uh, his remaining 30 seconds. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Oh, what a kind young man. I think I see good things for you in the future. Ma'am, I appreciate the compliment, and I'm not kind. I'm just Canadian. <laughs> Canadian? What is that? Can you, can you tell me a little bit about that? What is Canadian? That sounds like a, an interesting place. I've not been there. Oh, I'd happy to ex- I'd be happy to explain it to you later, but I think you got thirty seconds you need to use to make to finish rounding out that point of yours. Oh no, that's in the past now. It's way in the past. Now I'm looking at the future. I wonder about Canada. <laughs> right, uh, Vlad. I guess the uh, the thirty seconds have been returned to you. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do with them? No, I'd like to just kind of hop on this hover bike here for a little bit and do some do some donuts and the. Uh, Whatever open area is available, just kind of show it off a little bit. Do a little demo, little expo riding. Okay, so for for thirty <laughs> seconds, here's some uh, here's some donuts, I guess. Oh, oh I shouldn't though. My sugar. I dismount ele- elegantly and gracefully, and saunter back on over to where the contestants are lined up. Okay. Lastly, uh, Patricia, if uh, you'd like to describe why Conrad here should ride John slash your bike. Oh, yes, of course. Well, Conrad, you've only known one pitiful life, while I have transcended to four separate unique lives. And this bike will offer you just a 
taste of what it's like to be something else. Yes, you can become a tube and transform yourself into a bike. What higher service can you imagine than to be a bike and to transport people around? You are needed 100%. You have no negative impact on the environment. And you can give a really pleasant conversation to whoever's writing you at the time. And it's not sexual, no. And if you do not choose me to be the winner, then I, my spirit, will haunt you in the rest of this life that you have and all the succeeding lives, and you will not know peace. You will not know nirvana. That's all. All right. uh, You have uh, 50 seconds left if you'd like to do anything with that. (laughs) Yes, I twist my head around and around and around without moving my body in a threatening manner. Okay. Uh, oh, meet Gladys over here. She'll show you the ropes. Hey, Gladys, would you like to have a cup of tea with my friend Patricia? Oh, I do love a tea party. Tell her all your troubles. She'll show you some nice tchotchkes she's been saving. They keep putting them on her grave, and she's been saving them for quite some time. Oh, Gladys, what is it like to have a grave, to have a memory that people can visit? I was just a doll, lost and forgotten in an attic. I knew darkness for a hundred years, buried alive, as you would say. What is it like to rot peacefully in the ground? Oh, well, you know, it's, you say it's been dark for a long time. Uh, Conrad, if you, you can take, uh, everything (laughs) that you've just seen and heard into account. And, uh, meanwhile, the, the contestants will quietly sup upon their lasagna and, uh, await your verdict. (laughs) Yeah, each of you can, uh, roll for your poise. And this is the final challenge. (laughs) No, why am I rolling so bad? I'm rolling bad too, so oh. I got a zero. Oh. Oh. Threats do not work on that man. What'd you get, Maria? I got a one, so I guess it's a two. So two, okay. All right, we tied, Maria. <laughs> two for Marjorie. I'm number one. Two for Turk. <laughs> yeah. uh, zero for. Patricia and seven for <laughs> for Vlad. <laughs> all right. As all of you finish uh, eating your lasagna, uh, Conrad comes back into the dining room. Little clears his throat and says, "I have made my decision. I believe the the most persuasive voice was that of of Vlad, particularly the the tailoring towards my uh, my present life. I." Uh, as I am a monk no longer, I do have some uh, more earthly concerns to deal with. And uh, <laughs> Vlad, you uh, particularly spoke well towards those. Uh, if if I may, I, could I uh, uh, hop on to it now? Have at it there, bud. It's all yours. Wouldn't have sold it so hard if I didn't want you to have it. Enjoy her. Uh, also, I am no longer a monk because <laughs> I had an affair. Thank you for not asking about that. <laughs> <laughs> your business is your business, bud. Janice already told me all about it. 
Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't that no, deep. No, no. I'm easily googleable. I am a real human being, Conrad Ryushin Marshaz of the mm. the Zen Mountain Monastery of the Mountains and River Order of Zen Buddhism. Thank you. We. Oh, this is this is very delightful. I I hover above the ground. Oh, what fun! Thank you. Oh, I was on PBS once. Oh yeah, I watch PBS all the time. What, what show? Congregation. Congregation. Yes, is uh, apparently focused on uh, speaking to uh, various religious leaders. Service is one of the monastic vows. A good teacher will always make sure that the challenges are presented. I cannot exist without you. Was you cannot exist without me. I mean, those those true words. Those are words. Uh, Was that also the the show with Sister Wendy Beckett on it? Oh, goodness. Let me see if they have a a list of past guests. As the contestant and judge fall into a a side topic bantering about a a PBS documentary, the camera pulls back, back into that shadowy room where the producers will meet for the final time to vote and determine the winner. Of Ghosts Riders. Oh, was there a confessional? Oh, yes, good point. Did we, did, we did not uh, do the confessional. <laughs> I know the rules to the game that I'm currently looking at <laughs> and all. Uh, so, yeah, last place in that round with uh, of a zero roll was Patricia. Hello. You've got a, a brief moment in the spotlight to, uh, to talk. Well, I think the lasagna threw me off. It's been so long since I consumed any food. It must have upset my tummy. I said some things that I kind of regret to such a peaceful and well-meaning man. I may have threatened him, uh, but uh, I believe the producers are going to cut it and misconstrue it to see me as more creepy and threatening as what I really meant to say. It was the lasagna, I swear. I'm not an evil little girl. I'm sweet and kind. Take me home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we are back in the uh, the shadowy room where the producers point out the things that they like and dislike and perhaps have have conversations maybe a little back and forth a little a little what have you a little why not a little a little shim sham and flim flam and eventually they vote upon their favorite contestants and this is the final time and the winner will be decided in this room possibly i haven't done all the math yet mm-hmm. <laughs> So the guy in the plastic suit from before is now stripped down and nervous uh, because other dudes in plastic suits seemed, seem to be rubbing things on him and putting wires into him as the <laughs> producer in the tank is being hauled off by other people in plastic suits. It appears my master lost his fight, his psychic battle with the ghostly doll, and his mind is lost forever in some infernal nether, nether realm. And unfortunately, I'm to take his place. Uh, but keeping in line with his... Uh, his his past votes, uh, and a lifetime of service to him and this organization, I would think that uh, we should align in, uh, behind capitalism and uh, go with Vlad. Oh, God, oh, no, I can feel it starting. Oh, no, my organs. He's hauled up into the tank and dunked in as his body makes a ghastly transformation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> sir, I do see that. Yes, you are right. We should side with capitalism. But I want to maybe caution against, you know, capitalism is not super popular in the media right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think we should side with capitalism. But I don't know if we should be so overt about it. I think we should side with the youth. I am a, an immortal crab man, and therefore I do not really understand the concepts of youth very much, but I understand it is very important to most humans. And I think giving a little little Turk his... I think, I think he should win, even though he was... Not very good all the time. <laughs> well, uh, Turk is polling through the roof uh, amongst the demographic of uh, mm-hmm. 18 and younger. Mm-hmm. Um, high, high numbers for him. That's mainly why we kept him around. But we've we've also crunched numbers, and it seems like that demographic has no fucking money whatsoever. So <laughs> even though he's highly popular, and we have mm-hmm. a lot of Turk merch, uh, not much purchases of that. I, I can't really say that uh, group can vote with their dollars per se. Mm, But perhaps he will stoke the entrepreneurial spirit in them and they will spend all of their meager wages in hopes of becoming like him one day. Yeah, I I mean, I've met Cashman Jones. Yeah, the entrepreneurial spirit. He's a great guy, but he doesn't pay out very often. You know, if you're trying to invoke the entrepreneurial spirit, then uh, you probably want something that's oh probably leading in about a, a you know a a, a four million dollar uh, revenue this year and has shown <laughs> losses of less than twenty thousand dollars in years past, and I just I don't know if we can put that much uh, confidence behind Turk. Turk is Turk is exciting. Turk is new, but. What do we think of Vlad? You know, Vlad is... Hmm. Well, the, the the thin cowboy man just sort of ashes his cigarette into the, the tank that now bears a, a new uh, occupant. Well, <laughs> the, the thing about Vlad is he seemed very interested in uh, sort of tailoring his approach to who he was talking to. Uh, and I, I think that's a very smart mm-hmm. move. Uh, to, I mean, to convince a, a monk to ride a hover bike is uh, a particular skill that not everybody has. I, I will say Turk is is good, yes, but, but Turk is young. There, there's still time for Turk to develop. Uh, but we're looking for the, the best uh, haunted bike engineer of now. And I mean, do we even do we even bring Marjorie into the conversation? I mean, Marjorie's got some very interesting ideas. I think I think Marjorie could be, I doubt the star of a reality television program. I really do doubt that. Yeah, I think it's between the two white males. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, uh, Marjorie yeah. was strong coming into this, but she she just seems sort of flustered, like embarrassed and afraid. Mm-hmm. She's she's not ready for prime time, and if she's not ready at this age, then I don't know if she ever will be. Yeah, and Turk was even when Turk was embarrassed, he you know he just kept on going. You know, he had that confidence, that unearned confidence, <laughs> the unearned confidence of a man. I know, I know it well. <laughs> <laughs> If we do anything with Marjorie, we bring her on as a consultant 
for a later television show, maybe Footpaths of the Elderly. Oh. Something, <laughs> something more. I I don't think she's front and center at all. No, I mean I don't I don't want to I don't want to excuse her from the pool of possibility, but on this show, no. absolutely it, not. It's it's no. not a pool. It's actually a very small heated tub. <laughs> right. Oh, and you know, if she goes in there, her sugar will go up too high. And we had to uh, adjust the breakfast so that no grapefruit was involved. And that mm-hmm. that was an expense. Well, I mean, fuck grapefruit, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I eat a half a grapefruit every morning. Half a grapefruit every morning with uh, a cup of black coffee. That's my uh, diet regimen. Mm. I read it in uh, 1970s, uh, you know, Lady About Town. <laughs> I should get you a copy. You're, you're a judge of bitter taste, I see. <laughs> uh, how kind of you to notice. Well, what do we think about Patricia, though? No, we haven't spoken much about Patricia. Mm. Or actually, John Detweiler. Is John Detweiler just out of the competition now that uh, he's been possessed? Mm. I mean, it was his ideas, his body. Uh, perhaps we could expense an exorcist to uh, to to put Patricia uh, back in the doll, but I mean, at this point, uh, Patricia's been in just as much of the the finale as John. Uh, who's to say that John would have done as well as Patricia did? Mm-hmm. Oh no, one hundred percent. No, I wasn't. I wasn't suggesting that that be changed in any way. I mean, have we spoken about what's going to happen? Uh, post, uh, post, uh, season, are we changing them back or did they just let this way? Well, we have absolutely no responsibility, uh, mm-hmm. with, for the contestants after the season. Yeah, no, they, they signed a waiver. They signed it's a very waiver. thorough. It's Wait, he wanted to be, he, he wanted to be the tube and now he's the doll. She was the doll and now she's a tube. <laughs> what what yeah. difference does it make, right? Exactly. Not our problem. Uh, sorry, gurgly voice in the vat. You've been quiet. Do you have any thoughts? I was mortal once. Thank you. These thoughts. Oh, there's more. <laughs> they are so complex. Body changing. Ugh. But the doll must die. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think it is uh, time for a, a decision one way or another. What to do with the doll is uh, maybe a, a question for later, but l- let us now vote upon uh, uh, the contestants before us. Must build psychic army. Yes, we all have things we'd rather be doing that. <laughs> I will add these votes to the uh, the final totals for everybody. I need the, that Price is Right music loaded up into here. Okay, yeah, you got a, got a few <laughs> minutes while I do some basic math. Okay, so uh, the the four of you are are gathered back into the. Uh, oh, I, f- I know we established this place, but I forget what we actually said. But like, it was supposed to be a. Where the uh, elimination ceremonies took place, um, it might have been like a a nice room at the top of a tower of some kind. Uh, I, I don't know. Go back and listen to like the, the the first or second episode of the season. But they're in that room <laughs> uh, as as mm. much as we described it, if not more so. Uh, 
The the room has been uh, decorated extra special for the occasion. All of the the former contestants are there, uh, standing with their their bikes of the future, and and standing on a, a raised platform are our final four contestants: Vlad the John Dvoivode, Marjorie Cameron, Turk von Kemplen, and Patricia Haunted Doll. Each also with uh, their their bikes of the future alongside them. Uh, candles are, are lit. Haunted dolls are arrayed in, in audience before you. All dead, soulless eyes staring simultaneously at the four of you somehow. <laughs> and Lucian Gyre steps out from, from his, his long hallway that he... he walks down at the beginning of every episode, but you don't actually see it because you didn't know he was alive up until very recently. <gasps> well, I mean, more, more recently than this, he, he did judge the final competition. Oh. Well, thank you for the gasp, though. Okay. <laughs> we, we have tallied your scores in uh, each of the, the four rounds of competition. And using our, our own special, exact, and consistent judging criteria, we are ready to announce the winner of Ghosts Riders. Are we going to want dramatic music or Price is Right jangly music? Uh, Price is Right for the winner, uh, dramatic uh, up until that point. All right, give me one second. I need to find out where eardrop is. There we go. Somber. I like it. Turk von Kemplen. Yes? You are not the winner of Ghost Riders. I'm sorry, child. You have so much potential. You have a brilliant mind, but it is not your time. I, I'm sad about it, but I understand. <gasps> Marjorie Cameron. You are not the winner of Ghost Riders. I'll see you all in death! Oh my god. <laughs> you better bring me a nice cup of tea. Vlad, Patricia, we have tallied the votes. I'm sorry, there's no voting. We have tallied (laughs) the scores of your performance throughout this final round. And using our exact and consistent measures, I am pleased to announce and proud to say that the winner of Ghosts Riders, the inheritor of my vast bicycle engineering-based fortune, and the new owner of a Meshawera, is... Opens a small envelope. It's a tie? <laughs> it's, it's both of you. I guess. Um, uh, wow, this feels kind of anticlimactic, especially for a, a first season. Um, 
you know what? It's a it's a tie. Uh, you fig you figure out how to split it amongst yourselves, I guess. <laughs> Gyre out. Lucian just hops on a regular old bicycle and pedals back down the shadowy hallway. <laughs> Later, suckers. Well, I'm not sure what to do with this here situation, then. I uh, suppose we should divvy up the winnings, but hey, it's a pleasure just to have competed with all of you here. I'm going to murder you in your sleep and take it all for myself. <laughs> John's already stolen your ideas. I don't need you anymore. Hmm, I'm glad that I didn't win. I don't. I didn't want to do math. Well, darlings, um, if... Either of you would like to discuss uh, dealing with uh, afterlife presences or what your futures may hold. Uh, you know, here's my card. <laughs> uh, tiny plastic bicycles rain down like confetti over you, just <laughs> bouncing off of your heads as you oh. you gather around. <laughs> oh no, this hurts! This hurts just a bit. Tiny plastic objects falling from the ceiling. What were they thinking? This is a little painful. Oh, honey, there's so much more pain to be experienced in life. Oh, I didn't want them to get me in the eye. Why did I look up? Why did I look up? Oh, that's going to smart. <laughs> I think you're going to need my help. Oh, I, I think I may, but I, I think I might need a doctor here first. If you think you have an idea for the bicycle of the future, apply for season two of Ghost Riders at the below address. <laughs> and remember, spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> <laughs> What's one last creepy thing that happens in this haunted mansion as the credits roll? Okay, so the owners are, are um, Vlad and Patricia together inheriting the mansion? Yeah, co-inheritors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think that all of the uh, production crew comes in and they peel down the nice wallpaper and they take away the rugs <laughs> and, you know, just everything that was that they, they clear out the drawers and uh, they're just left standing in a very drippy, uh, moldy, abandoned home. <laughs> ah, reminds me of home. <laughs> yeah, tell you what, uh, Patricia, here, you can... You can reside here. This is fine. All this mold is not great for my lungs, but, uh, you know, I think this might be a fun place for you. And if the tax man comes a knock and you can just spook the hell out of him. What a wonderful compromise. Mm-hmm. A happy ending for everyone involved. Yes, everyone is so happy. Uh, all right. All right, we, all right, we done. Yeah. All right. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. <laughs> Excellent. So here's your new bathroom, (laughs) outfitted with uh, a little bit of black mold in the top. (laughs) There are toilet paper holders and a spigot (laughs) it attaches to a hose (laughs) that you can take outside to rinse yourself off. (laughs) This is the lap of luxury. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for season nine of Pod of Wonder. Uh, elderly foot baths in a, a gross room. Oh no! Oh no! No, Danny. No, Danny. No. This has been Pod of Wonder. 
You can follow us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. You can email us at podofwonder at gmail.com. And you can buy some shirts and stickers and other merch at society6.com slash podofwonder. Danny can be found on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. And you can find the games Danny makes at dannymakesrpgs.itch.io. You can find Morgan on Twitter at Morgan underscore the underscore Faye underscore and on Instagram at Morgan the Faye with no underscores. Faye spelled F-A-E in both cases. Mike and Maria are not on social media like sensible people. Our opening theme is Opening by Komiku. And our closing theme is Bike Ride With You by Ryan Anderson. See you next ride, wanderers. <laughs>